When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's because sometimes it's not going to be okay. Sometimes you need to hear the truth so you can try to figure some things out. You're going to be okay, Chris. I promise. It's all it's all going to work out. How you feeling this morning, Al? Love to get Chris's therapist on. <laughs> Would love to spend a few minutes of what those uh, what those are like. Yeah, they're probably what are those hour sessions like. So the 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 reason I said what I said in the looky mm-hmm. worst loss in the last quarter century. That's not my opinion. That's just mathematically true. <laughs> that this is a team that was two hundred and thirty and zero over the last twenty five years when leading by twenty five or more points. Well, they are now two hundred and thirty and one under those situations because that's exactly what happened last night. The Lakers blew a twenty six point lead. To a bad look. Let's just say it. They're now they're bad for re- they're young. They're developing. Yeah. They're restrict. Golden or I said OKC is bad. They're not going to win twenty games. They might not win fifteen games. And the Lakers blew a twenty six point lead. There's not much spin to that. Yeah, I thought you'd let it kind of marinate a little bit. <laughs> I thought you'd kind of sit back. Hey, how's your morning going? <laughs> no, what's too, the weekend look like? What do you think of tw- tonight's Thursday night football it's game? game? It's a good game. But what do you think about a 26-point catastrophe like that? I feel like the post-game show ended 38 minutes ago, and they say, no, just keep going. I just almost called you it. last night. Travis from Laguna Niguel is checking in. Uh, Trav, what's going on with 100%, the post I would have told Funches, don't, nope, don't let him in. <laughs> I would have called back under an alias. I, I would, you know what? I'm going to start doing that. That would be kind of fun. We have. I think I, I genuinely show. think when Dave Roberts comes up, and he's going to come up in, tonight, in uh, today's yes. show, I really, truly think we have somebody calling in with different names. Oh, there's no the, the same the, person. The guy that can't manage it was a Wendy's. Tony, and then it was I think it was Frank, and <laughs> there, I think it was Clint at one point too. It's... We at one point called him out, and then uh, we're both abort mission. <laughs> I think we got the wrong guy. I think we got the wrong guy. Um, Twenty six point lead for the Lakers early in the game. Finished against OKC. This this was not Brooklyn. Oh, this this was me. not Phoenix. No, no, this this is... was not Denver, Utah, Philly. This was OKC. You're up 41 to 19 at the end of the first quarter. You even, you know, even by halftime, you kind of looked at it and you're like, okay, well, the Thunder just shaved 10 points off, but you're up 16. Mm-hmm. I, and I, this is what Michael always says, and I was mentioning it during halftime as well. Okay, just come out in the third quarter, play a solid first six minutes. Let's put this thing to rest and call it a day. Start getting ready to, you know, obviously come back here to Staples Center. They didn't just lose to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, and let me tell you something. I'm glad they lost a the game. Like yeah, I, you I said this morning. Yeah, and I genuinely mean that because I had a lot of people calling in or even people on Twitter or just hearing people kind of debate those last final couple of possessions. And we'll do that. We'll get a chance. Were you talking about the one where Russ nearly broke the backboard or the air ball from Monk or the air ball from Mello? Which, be more specific. We'll do all of them because I think all of them deserve a second of how the game ended. I, I agree. You know what I didn't want to happen yesterday? I didn't want the Lakers to escape that game. I really didn't. I didn't want them to be able to walk away saying, hey, you know what? We were up by 26 points, and then we ended up winning that game against the Thunder by one because mm-hmm. I felt like it would have been a cop-out. I felt like they could have then 
kind of exited the back door and everybody wouldn't have been like, okay, well, they're three and two. Man, that was ugly, but at least they got away with a win. To be honest with you, I feel like not only did they deserve to lose, not only do they deserve last night and this morning and today, and I'm sure right after we're done, Mason and Ireland will do it, and then Sedano and Cap will do it. Everybody's going to kind of tee off on the Lakers. They deserve it. I don't mm-hmm. know what else to tell you. You you can't have a 26-point lead. You know how many draft picks the Oklahoma City Thunder have over the next seven years? 36. 36 draft picks. You want to know That's why they have 36? They have 36 draft picks. 18 in the first, 18 in the second. You want to yeah. know why? Because they are literally, you cannot give a better definition of what they call a rebuild. Right. This is the, when you're going to take down a house and start over, I mean, they haven't even laid down the concrete yet. They, they They're st- still digging the hole. They don't even know what the, the architect, <laughs> they haven't even reached out to an architect yet. That's how, the dirt. That's how far the rebuild is. Okay. So I, I hear what you're saying. That you said that you you know you're glad they lost the game, so they couldn't escape and say, "Yeah, it was a bad night, but at least we won," et cetera, et cetera. Right? Is that what you're getting at? That's more or less? part of it. Okay, but yeah, yeah, and I, and I agree with you. I think that it it lands with a with more gravity if you actually lost the game. I I'm with you. I don't think it's so much they couldn't do it. It's not that it just didn't. They they had ample opportunity to win that game. Not not, and I'm not even talking about blowing a 26 point lead. That mm-hmm. that's a, a a thing unto itself. What I'm talking about is the three shots at the end. They had wide open looks at three shots that didn't go down. They were in within a, a bucket throughout the last what four minutes of of the fourth quarter. They're okay, going back see, and forth. Okay, couldn't they couldn't finish figure they, out how to close it because each player is 22 years old. Oh, KC. That's the thing that jumps out to me. It's not that they blew a big lead. As weird as it sounds, and I know I just read that number, it's been 25 years since it happened. Blowing a big lead will occasionally happen. Maybe not quite that big. It was their inability to find a way to beat a team that we made the joke yesterday. Other than SGA, who's on the Thunder, right? And we kind of laughed about who this guy and that guy is. Well, I, know a lot, I know a lot of them now. It's It's not funny anymore because that same group of anonymous NBA players, for the most part, played against Anthony Davis and Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard and Rondo and Russell Westbrook and all of these. Look, I know LeBron wasn't there, but I thought that these other guys were here specifically to win games when LeBron might not be available. So Mm -hmm. LeBron could take some time. So LeBron could maybe get 100% healthy and all these things. It wasn't that they just blew a lead. They They had ample chances to win that game, and they couldn't. That's the part that just kind of jumps out of me. That, but, but don't it, let that surprise you. Look, I, I, I think you're missing. How, I, how are you not surprised that because Anthony Davis couldn't beat that team? I think you're that missing. Dwight Howard, I think you're missing Russell the point. Couldn't beat that team. How? Okay, take everything that you just said. How did those players, veterans, been in the league 10, 12, 15 years, understand what the game is all about? Understand that you got to take, you know, you got to put teams out. Yes, a team can occasionally come back. Mm-hmm. You blew a twenty-six point lead. By the time we got to the fourth, this was what was so odd about that game yesterday. Yeah. By the time we got to the fourth quarter, Lakers were down too. Think about that. That isn't to, when a team comes back. It's this last hurrah, and then you got to the last couple of minutes, and they the lead is down in. to four, <laughs> right. and then you know, like Lakers had twelve minutes to kind of digest everything that happened, take Oklahoma City's best shots. Okay, that was cute. Yes, we screwed up. We're going to go ahead and finish this thing out. But the reason I say don't be surprised. What happened the night before? Yeah. 
night before they're playing the San Antonio Spurs. A very Spurs are a better team than the Thunder. Sure, they're further along the rebuilding process. Sure. They're, they they submitted their permits in to rebuild. Right, like <laughs> they're they in the that city. Far. They're waiting to hear back from the city at this <laughs> they're, point. They're waiting to hear back. They're going back and forth. There's there's they're a little bit of negotiation. They didn't yeah. like the first guy. <laughs> there's a little bit of a negotiation. But Still trying to decide about the pool with the Spurs. <laughs> You know, I, I know the Lakers had a comeback. I know it was different. It was flip-flopped, but the concept was the same. Yeah. Two technically lottery teams with the vets that you're talking about, with AD having a great night, with Russell Westbrook having a fantastic night. This is the night before against yeah. the San Antonio Spurs, and the Lakers win that game in overtime by four because the Spurs couldn't hit a free throw in the fourth quarter. Like, it wasn't as much as Lakers took it away as also the Spurs made a lot of mistakes. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We want your participation today like we do every day, but in particular today, your reaction to what you saw last night with the Lakers, 877-710-3776. You can be a part of the Travis Lee Show on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Okay, so we had the number where they were 230-0 and zero in that situation. Now they're 230-1, and 25-point mm-hmm. lead over the last 25 years. They'd never blown it until last night. Here's another one that should make Laker fans By the way, that's run interesting. Cold. 25 years, 25-point yeah. lead? It's a little, yeah, a little symmetry, a little cosmic but symmetry. How, how, how come I feel like... Lakers haven't blown a lead that they had. Not 25 points or more they haven't, not according to Why ESPN. That, that kind of surprises me here. The Lakers, well, first of all, okay, if your they, sources, they probably didn't have a ton of 25-point leads. What's this ESPN thing? That's your source? <laughs> That's the source, yes. That's Double the source. Check that. <laughs> we'll, Taylor, we'll see what we can do. Here's another one. Startup company. Here's another one that should make Laker uh, fans' blood run okay. a little cold. The Lakers have given up 115 or more points in every game oh, this no, season. Forget the defense. Okay, that's the worst in They're franchise history. They're you in pickup games. <laughs> that's never happened. Lakers been around a long time. Yeah, that has never happened before. Okay, they've given up 115 points or more in every game this season to start the season. That's a problem because while the Lakers gave away that big lead, while the Lakers had opportunities to make shots, and we'll we'll get to that. The Lakers just kept giving up easy buckets on the other end. It wasn't like the the Thunder had this night where everything they threw at the rim went in. They're getting to the basket. They, they're getting easy layups. They're Screen getting two-handed dunks. Derek Favors looks like he's uh, all of a sudden 10 years younger. You'll, you'll remember this better than that. It was either tied or the Lakers were up one. It was late in the game, and they ran that little pick and roll in the middle of the key where they dropped it off and Dort gets the two-handed dunk. Yep. There, there, there was in traffic. No one laid a hand on him. You know no one put him? a body if, on if him. If it's the play I think you're talking about, you know who was guarding him? Mm. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. We'll, we'll, well, we'll, we'll get into some of this personnel, but the, the, finish the, your point. The point here. being that this wasn't where they were getting – the Lakers were just giving up easy baskets. The mm-hmm. defense was nowhere to be found. I Go back to the championship season. We talk about LeBron making shots and Anthony Davis hitting the three against the Nuggets and how you know KCP got hot for a couple of nights and sure, all these sure. things. Sure, sure, sure. The reason the Lakers went through that when playoffs like this, to get they got to stop. They got to stop. Stops. Over and over and over again. The Lakers were the best defensive team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They've given up 100. And keep one last thing before you go yep. back. This isn't just you've given up 115 points. You've given up 115 points to some teams that should not be scoring 115 points. 121 to the Warriors. 115 to the Suns, 118 to the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. 121 to the Spurs, granted overtime game 121, and then 123 to the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
Um, we these are not the 2017 Golden State Warriors no, that are putting up these no, numbers. You know what? We said something yesterday, and it's kind of funny because I made the point that they could easily be 0 and 4. This was coming into the Thunder game that I was kind of still ticked off about the um, the win against the Spurs. Lakers got this. This I think partly has to do with when I say I'm glad they didn't win the game. Let me explain what I'm referring to. Lakers beat the Spurs in overtime. And it was kind of a, okay, let's walk through the back door. We got the W. No one's going to really talk about us. They just got one. They got away with one of those. On the night before. The night before. Yeah. So that's why I say that them losing the game yesterday, part of me was like, no, they deserve to lose this game. Let them take the L. Let each player have to sit in front of a microphone and try to justify what happened. Let coach say, we took our foot off the gas. We got to learn from this. Let all that happen because if they'd have won that game, I don't think the reaction would have been the same, even though it was against the Oklahoma City Thunder. But I'm going to hit on one quick thing here. We want to talk about the end of the game. By the way, Laker fans, you want to give your thoughts, 877-710-ESPN. You could talk about yesterday's game. You could talk about the 2-3 and three start that the Lakers have. You can say that everything's going to be fine because we're only five games in, or you can really, really see some current concerns early on in the season. Let's go to the final possession, the final last couple of possessions for the Lakers. So now we got the 26, blew a 26-point, all that stuff. Help me understand this. You're down three points with about 30 seconds left to Mm -hmm. go. These are the three possessions that the Lakers had. First possession was Russ takes a three. A wide-open three. With 30 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Actually, I I don't know. Is that the wide-open three? It was wide open. Okay. Regardless of the fact, 30 seconds left, go to the basket, Russ. Go to the basket. And if I'm Coach Vogel, too, you got plenty of time to play the free-throw game. Let's just talk about trying to win that game yesterday, right? you got plenty of time to try and win that game. Get to the basket. Get an easy two. Go play the foul game. Extend the game. Okay. All right, that doesn't happen. What happens after Russ misses the three? Lakers get Lakers get an offensive rebound. Mm-hmm. Coach calls timeout. What's the play coming out of the timeout? The Monk three. Malik Monk, isolation basketball, 24-footer, he, he shoots an air ball. That's the play that the Lakers come out with off the timeout, down three. All right, let's go to the next possession. Oklahoma City, like they, you said. They, they okay, threw so was, the ball directly to Carmelo Anthony. They were handing the game to the yes. Lakers. They don't know how to, They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> when you're 22, 23, 19 years old, you just don't know how to close games. You've never been in this situation before. Carmelo gets a steal. Pulls up for three. He said the ball kind of slipped out of his hand. Yeah. However you want to describe it. It's an air ball. It was an air ball. Yeah. And that kind of put the icing on the cake. Lakers lose the game. Even at the end when you're kind of going through specific possessions, I didn't really know what the hell they were doing. Okay, what, can, can let me stop you right there. Yep. And I know that I'm a broken record when it comes to this stuff. And I, I, I would like nothing more than to find a new record because that means it would stop happening. Whose name didn't you say throughout this entire run of circumstances? Whose name have you not uttered since we started talking about the disaster that was the end of that game? Can I tell you something? It's such a smart observation from you, and I noticed it in the post-game show too, but it's so easy not to talk about it. Whose name haven't you said? AD didn't touch Anthony Davis didn't touch the ball. Okay, if you're one of the whose fault is that? It's his, Anthony Davis. It's his fault. Couldn't agree more. If you're one of the air quotes best players in the league, and your play and your teammates don't give you the ball the first time you go down there, you are raising holy hell. Like guys, do you know who I am? 
Do you know what I do in this league? Do you think that anyone on this court can stop me? Mm-hmm. Never touched the ball. He never touched the ball. I'm glad you didn't sit here and say, oh, well, that's on Vogel. That's no, on it's on person. him. That's Go. On that you person. think LeBron's going to wait for Frank Vogel to call his number? Do you think that Damian Lillard is going to wait for the coach of the Portland Trailblazers to call his number? Do you think that Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to wait for Coach Bud to call his number? That Kevin Durant is going to wait for Steve Nash to call his number? Give me a break. Go get the damn ball and win the game. You're either one of these guys or you're not. Okay, You either are one of these guys or you're not. And far too often, you're not. Far too often, we're saying, where'd he go? Far too often, we're saying, hey, it's been a while since we've called his number. Why? And again, look, I get it. When LeBron's out there, you can maybe say, look, LeBron's the alpha. Okay, I get it. You know what? But you know what? Not last night. But even, you know, let, let me play off of that. Let's say LeBron's on the floor, and I'm Anthony Davis. Who's guarding me down there? Nobody. Literally nobody. I think even in that situation... That's one of those predicaments too, Trav, where you look at Anthony Davis and you say, okay, AD's starting to take over. Because when LeBron's on the floor and AD is saying, look who I got down here. Go ahead, do your thing. But don't you forget for a second that if you throw me the ball 15, 14, 12 feet, 10 feet from the basket, I'm going to score. That didn't happen yesterday. Okay, so there's something else that's going on when we're talking about the Lakers, that somebody's getting a lot of the blame early, and, and I think they got it all wrong. I think they got it all wrong. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Brutal feels about like the right description. It, it was shocking, really. Like, you're watching the game, and the Lakers get out to that big They deserve league, it. And you're thinking, yeah, okay, like, the Lakers are finally doing what you would expect them to do. They're just crushing these guys. I was walking around the hallway. I'm like, let's have some dinner. <laughs> Putting a hot pocket in the microwave, <laughs> getting squared away. Very classy. Yeah, super classy. <laughs> okay, real quick, just an aside. When was the last time you had a hot pocket? Long time ago. <laughs> yeah. um, but those things were so clutch back in the day. Yeah, and it was a guarantee. You're burning your tongue and your upper lip because you do not have the, you don't have the willpower to wait for it to. to <laughs> and on top of that, the center's still cold. <laughs> yeah, no, that that goes without saying. It's going to be a little cold in the middle and molten on on the sides. But it felt like okay, here it goes. Lakers going to win this game by 25 points. Need this, one of these. Need, they need just ah, okay. Yeah. Come back, do it again to Cleveland on Friday night, and starting now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. And then that what we talked about in the open happened. Mm-hmm. They lose 
a 26-point lead, and not just a 26-point lead, they lost to a genuinely bad team. They haven't won a game yet this year. No, well, they have now. <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they, they, did, they did what they did to that team, and it wasn't where the other team was just hot as a firecracker and everything went in. It's that your defense was a joke, the guys were getting easy looks, you were shooting up air balls, your best player never touched the ball down the stretch. I mean, it was just a, an avalanche of things that didn't make sense. And, oh, by the way, this. This comes from Nick Harvey. Wait, I thought these Lakers had a ton of experience on their side. There may be something to that. There may be something to the experience factor may not be quite as important as guys that can get up and down that floor like crazy. Well, the Thunder are incredibly young and athletic. Um, you know, obviously the San Antonio Spurs, incredibly young and athletic. There's, by the way, Cavs coming in on, uh, Cavs coming in on Friday. Mm-hmm. This might sound weird. They're not a bad team. Cavs are not a bad team. They're 2-2. Two and two. They actually have a couple decent wins. Mm-hmm. They're young and athletic. Lakers are going to be playing teams that, you know, where, where the experience, and listen, I'm the first one to say this. Let me be the first to admit this. I'm a fan of this roster. I'm a fan of the moves they made. I'm the fan of I like going out and getting vets because that's typically how you go win championships. That's kind of the the blueprint of how that works. Is it early? Yes, it's absolutely early, but all we can assess what we've watched so far through five games and through that preseason, this is not what anybody was expecting. And I'll kind of go back to this. I know we want to take a, uh, take a couple quick phone calls here. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see over these next 10, 15, 20 games. Mm-hmm. Is this an outlier or is this a, a little bit closer to what this team could be? And when I say could be, Maybe they're hovering around 500 through 20 games. That'd be a problem. I, I, you, even as disastrous as last night was, I'm still of the opinion that look, this has looked like you know what through five games, but it's five games. I'm not, I'm not on the ledge of the building saying you know what are you going to do next. It, it's five games. It's been bad five games. Yeah, but it's five games. I'm okay. But this is not just hey, it was a bad night. There seemed to be something more, which brings us to straight talk. It's brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. I want you to listen to what James Worthy said about what happened in that game last night. It's not been like the worst loss I've seen. Because you're up 26, it, it, right? It, it just sucks that they have this mentality that they can't finish games and they think that teams are going to just lay down for them. And uh, they got to change that. They, I mean, that, this was really ugly. I don't have a whole lot to say. I'd put him on Greyhound and let him drive back to, to L.A. and think about it. Because you just you cannot perform like that. You can't be a Laker and play like they did. You can't be a Laker and play like they did. You can't have that mentality where you think the teams are going to lay down to you. That, that was the thing that was so – it wasn't – it wasn't just one of those nights where everything went wrong. You you had this game in your back pocket. You had almost every player that you would need to have to beat a team like that, with the exception of LeBron James. But come on, man. That this was not no, just no shot excuse. stop going in. Yeah. This wasn't just you played poor defense. This was a complete failure on every level. It's funny when when Worthy says, you know, he kind of talks about that's not Laker basketball. You remember when Lakers were there was a when when Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan were playing for the Clippers mm-hmm. and Lakers were just lottery picks, Lakers would get blasted. I'm talking, you know, franchise record losses, 35 here, 40 here. I want to say in one game against the Clippers, and don't quote me, I think it was close to, they were down 50, they, yeah, something along those lines. I remember. 
expectations today on the Lakers are you got a chance to go win an NBA championship. So I think what Worthy is referencing there too is it's a combination of people are excited about to see, about this team. People are excited to see this team come out the gate and do some work. People are excited that, hey, hey, the preseason doesn't matter. They've been telling us this whole time. It's not a big deal. Once the regular season starts, things are going to start going here. The, the two wins that you have so far this year, squeaked by Memphis, overtime win against San Antonio – blew a 26-point lead, got handled by the Phoenix Suns. You were down 32, lost the opener to uh, a, a Clay Thompson-less mm-hmm. uh, Golden State Warriors. It's not the start anybody expected. It's been a rough start. Let's try our first phone call on the Dr. Pepper hotline. Let's go to Boyle Heights and Adam. Adam, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking the call. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to me, it's a little concerning, but it, it, this loss could also be a blessing in the sky. It's the simple fact that these guys need to have a, a players-only meeting. This has nothing to do with the coach. This has – with them, they're basically – from what I saw is they're comfortable with the lead, uh, but that's not how you keep the lead. You have to keep your foot on the gas pedal. And sometimes the shots, they don't fall. Anybody that's played – that's hooped it up before, we know that sometimes it's just you're off. But the one thing that can never be off – is the defense like if you got to get you got to get ticked off and you got to get on them on defense because you turn that defense into offense and everything will start to flow again but yeah i i noticed once the the, the their shots ain't falling you know they're kind of just you know just kind of moping around and kind of feeling sorry for themselves and the last thing i want to say is anthony davis man you need to step up as a leader bro we brought you here you wanted to come here you wanted the spotlight. Well, now you got it. So don't run away from it. Let's go. Everybody's going to support you here, but you got to you got to show us what you what you're made of. That's exactly right, Adam. Thank you. I, I think that last point is a really good one. That everybody agrees that Anthony Davis is a great player. the The reason that we hold him to this standard is you're you're on the Los Angeles Lakers on a team that has championship aspirations. You're the future of this franchise as well. Not present only the and present, the future. but the yep. future as well. And we're still having this conversation. It's still coming up. Well, it, it, aside from that, let, let's take what Adam said right there. Let's use last night's game as a perfect example. Lakers are floundering on defense. Mm-hmm. You know what you want to see? This is just me personally. I want to see Anthony Davis. I don't need to see the AD Dwight Howard stuff. I didn't I didn't agree with that. I, yeah. I thought that was actually a bad look, and I thought it was a bad look for AD. What I want to see yesterday is – Anthony Davis, you know, you were talking about on the offensive side, give me the damn ball. Let, yeah. me, let me end this game here real quick. But on the defensive side, For too, sure. getting these guys huddled up together. And People want to sit back and they say, well, it's only the fifth game of the season. It's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Blah, 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 blah. What you do today is also creating tendencies no for the rest of the season. No, Adam used a name there or a word there that I think is exactly right. And it's a really dangerous word when you're an athlete. Comfortable. They look comfortable, and I don't know why. They haven't done anything yet. LeBron can look comfortable. He's LeBron James. He can walk around and feel pretty good about everything he's gotten done. But LeBron doesn't ever look comfortable on the court as far as, hey, I got this. I don't have to really engage in this moment. And the Lakers looked far too comfortable last night. Let me me get into this, too. I'm the one that, when the trade happened, was saying that the Russell Westbrook acquisition didn't really hit me the way it hit a lot of people. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I just, I'm not seeing a perfect fit here. I think that there's a lot of questions about this. And Russell Westbrook had 10 turnovers last night. Russell Westbrook has had nine turnovers a couple of nights before that, where he's had 19 in a couple of games. That's a ton. 
what we're seeing so far through these first four games, this is not a Russell Westbrook thing. Let's let's be very clear about this. This is not, oh, Russell Westbrook. This is a Laker thing. This is a everyone that's wearing that uniform so far has not done what they're supposed to do. That, like you said it a minute ago, they had to scrap and fight to beat Memphis. If Morant makes a free throw, maybe that one goes the other way. You had to go in and, and that's play. That's with LeBron. And, that's with LeBron. <laughs> you go into San Antonio, you had to scrap and fight to win a game in overtime against a team that's just okay. This isn't Russell Westbrook doesn't shoot the ball well. This isn't Russell Westbrook is ball dominant. This isn't Russell Westbrook sometimes gets on tilt and a little bit out of con- It's none of those things. It's the Lakers aren't playing well. The Lakers didn't play good defense last night. The Lakers got comfortable last night. The Lakers did not engage at the most important moments in the game. The Lakers' best player last night, Anthony yeah. Davis, was AWOL down the stretch. This has nothing to do with Russ and fit. That I'm seeing this. Well, Russ did you know get kicked out of the game. We'll get to that later. But this is a Laker problem, not a Russell Westbrook problem. Yeah, I, I was I, I, the one thing that I'll say with Russ, and this is, you know, hopefully this is something we we praised him a lot yesterday because. Forget his stat line. It was three turnovers, right? He was able to kind of control the game, three turnovers. Last night he had 10 turnovers. That's the one thing that will stick with me. He has two of these games so far. He has 19 turnovers total. That's the game against Memphis and, you know, the game against the uh, uh, against the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. That's the one thing I'll just say about Russ, and you know I'm a proponent of that trade. I'm a proponent that I think that when, when it all shakes out that things will work out. Um you cannot be a point guard and have that many turnovers. That's the one thing that I just think is sloppy. I think it could be corrected, and it could dictate a win or loss down the road. All right, very quickly, a tweet from Joe. The best way to eat a Hot Pocket, one, bite off one corner, two, bite off the opposite side corner, and three, blow through one corner to cool the other side. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something what Joe just did right there? Whatever tweet we get, however pissed Laker fans are, we talk about Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers uh-huh. and decisions that may, they make. This is a vet tweet. This is not somebody that – you know how we're talking about the young kids are taking over the NBA? That the Lake, the, Joe is a veteran that's bringing his game to Twitter. The fact that he listed it out bullet point one through three, how to eat a hot pocket, I'm very impressed. It's, it's very impressive. steps for something that's very supposed impressed. to be really easy to eat, and no, that's no, no, my no, opinion Emily, about Emily, it. Emily, that's, that's um, the thing. That's when you burn yourself. <laughs> That's when you burn your upper lip. But that's the point of a hot pocket. I'm with Emily on this one. The point is 30 seconds, it comes out, and then 30 seconds later, it's in my gut. I want to eat it as fast as possible. It's still thawing. It's four bites. It's cut it half, half the other way. Look, we got a lot more hot pocket conversation to get into. Plus, we saw it last night Darius Baisley's dunk at the end of the game. Let me explain to you why that was absolutely nothing. Or your phone calls, too. Absolutely. 877 710 ESPN. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Who doesn't want to go to a Laker game? Even after even after a 26-point give back, still want to go to the Laker game. It's never not a good time. That's a double negative. You shouldn't do that, Al. They will – actually, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I could sit here right now and say, oh, the, you know, coming up on Friday, tomorrow, Lakers will take on the Cavs. They're going to fix everything. Yeah, you'd like to think so, but they have – they just – Five straight games they have not played. There has not been a moment in these first five games where I've sat back and said, that's good That's basketball. a great point, by the way. That, that is that is such a good point that there hasn't even been like a quarter or a half where you're saying, there, there it is, there it is. Look, once once we get that more often, it'll feel a lot better. It's been far less than Fourth quarters quarter and Fourth quarter versus the San Antonio Spurs. They outscored San Antonio by 12. They sent the game into overtime. Mm-hmm. You know how they did it? Got stops, play yeah. defense. Why? Can I can I say one thing here? And I know we got a couple phone calls we want to get into, and then we'll hit on this Russell Westbrook stuff. But um, 
Dwight Howard played, I want to say, 14 minutes last night. Carmelo Anthony played 31 minutes last night. Mm-hmm. My questioning is more, what's what's the priority? Is it defense or offense? I mean, when you have well, a you team, got your answer right there with those two guys. It, t- it tells the story. Sure. And I, and I, that's backwards to me, and I, especially Coach Vogel, who is such a defensive-minded coach. So, so, All right, let's try one on the Dr. Pepper hotline here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Rich. Rich, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Okay, th- uh, thank you. Yeah, the point I want to make is that everyone is getting you know, excited. Uh, remember, this is a, a long season. You know, baseball is 162 games. You know, this is 82 games. And coming into the season, we had three players that are on the roster. And the balance of the players, from the Mellows, from the Anthony, they were the man to go to. It takes a while to blend. I don't see anything wrong with what's happening because you learn from mistakes. And Phil Jackson said, year after year, don't ask me about the team until February. Then we'll get a rotation. They don't even have an established rotation. So, Rich, Rich, I'm going to jump in here. And by the way, it's a fair point. You can make that case. Laker fans could call in and say, are you guys going to give them a second to breathe, or are you just going to jump all over them? Trav, the only thing you and I can do is assess what's happening right now. Because I can make an assumption. I can predict what they're going to be in 30 days. Mm-hmm. I could fall flat on my face, or maybe there's some truth to what Rich is saying. But through the first five games, what I what I can't do is, you played the Thunder, you're up 26, and you want me to say that, well, give the rotation some time. Yeah. You play the San Antonio Spurs. That has nobody. And you got to outscore them by 12 in the fourth quarter to just send the game to overtime and win it there. You can also assess what they're doing today. Rich is probably right. In 60 days from now, this is a completely different team. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't sit here this morning and talk about what 60 days is going to look like. This doesn't mean that the Lakers are a bad team. What this means is they have a lot of work to do. What this means are that there are some fundamental things that need to be addressed. It doesn't mean that this is how it's going to be at Christmas and, and sure. Valentine's Day sure. at the All-Star break at the start of the playoffs. It doesn't mean anything. What it means is, hey, you know what? You absolutely positively have to have LeBron James as often as possible. That that was made crystal clear through the last couple of games. Anthony Davis was a no-show last night. Don't look at the box score. Don't let that, that because if you look at the box score, they wasn't that bad. It's actually if you just look at the box score. Do you looks feel okay. his presence? Do you feel his presence? Mm-hmm. Did somebody that could stop what was happening stop what was happening? No, didn't happen. That's something that needs to be figured out if it can be figured mm-hmm. out. This is something we've been talking. Ten years in the league, okay. Yeah. I mean, at some point, it is what it is, and whether that's just you know you get the good, you get the bad, and you just kind of I don't sound like the beginning of different strokes, but or facts of life, I should say. But it's just it's one of those things. Well, when LeBron's out, when, when LeBron's out, that's when you want to see AD kind of assert himself. I don't need him to go out there and go crush Giannis. I needed him to just go out there and win that game last night. Mm-hmm. It's not asking a lot. He he's the best player in that building it. last night mm-hmm. by a mile, mm-hmm. not by a little bit, by a mile. Just go. Can you take care of this tonight, please? He didn't. Can can you assert your dominance against a team that has no business being on the floor? Give with me us? the damn ball. Go in through one of those timeouts. Tell the, coach these are, nobody. You're not drawing up a play for anybody else. Feed me the damn ball. I'll get us a quick two. Maybe they'll even foul me and I'll tie the game. <laughs> yes. I'll get the quick two and then we'll play that. And, yeah, and look, he could come back tomorrow night against the Cavs and have one of those games where Anthony Davis looks like one of the five best players in the league. He probably will. It's what he does. 
doesn't answer what happened last night. It doesn't answer what's going to happen a week from now or two weeks from now. Until we go months at a time without this happening, it's a fair question. Let's try another one here. Uh, Jerry in Los Angeles. Jerry, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, look, I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, we lose you, Jerry? Oh, no, here I am. Yeah. I don't agree with that as early sentiment. I, I mean, look, this is the, like, you, you, don't, you don't go through 15 and, and, and 15 spurts and things like that. And I think that's one of the problems. We got a lot of name guys on the team talking about Anthony Davis, Carmelo, guys that were superstars. But the Lakers are a whole different level. When you come to the Lakers, we've had the best of the best that play here. I mean, if you take the Lakers' greatest players against the NBA greatest players, the Lakers, Lakers win. Shot, probably win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So this is the problem with a lot of guys that come. They don't understand that. And they rest on their laurel, just like, you know, Carla said, okay, well, they were, they were comfortable. And a lot of the players are not just comfortable with that game. They're comfortable with their careers. So when they come here, it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and maybe we win the championship. And you can't play like that here. And this is what you're talking about with Anthony Davis. Anthony, you don't, like you said, you, you want to hear must. No, no, no. We're the Lakers. We, you have to have a career like that. We've had players like that. You know, and, and then this early, let's not, let's not hear that. The Dodgers lost the World Series the first month and a half of the season. When they went through that, Less than 500 spurt over the 25, 30 games early in the season. That cost them the World Series. So you cannot have, have spells like this where you're playing teams that shouldn't even be on the court with you, and you're not only blowing 26-point lead, but even when you beat them, you're struggling to win. Jerry, appreciate then, the call. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, man. Jerry was on a roll there. He was. Uh, you shook your head when he said Dodgers. Well, the Dodger thing. Well, this, I, I was this, with this him is, on all his Lakers what he stuff. Was saying. The Dodger Dod thing. What he's trying to say is you should value every game. I, I, I get it. And that there was a stretch with the Dodgers. They that were 5-15. and 15. Maybe they didn't have to come down and, and, and shoot as much as they did. Now they did I, I, win I 116. That, that's, I, that, that's, why, that's why I'm Let me reference back to the Lakers. Um, hey, I, 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 I have a difficult time disagreeing with – you know what I watched last season? Last season, I watched a Laker team that was going through injuries mm -hmm. and just kept saying, just wait till the playoffs start. Just wait till the playoffs start. By the time you got to the playoffs, yes, you had injuries. By the way, their, their game plan could have worked if maybe Anthony Davis doesn't get injured. But by the time you got to the playoffs, you had squads that said, we just ran 70 games together. Every single game, we know everything about each other. There are no surprises when you go to the playoffs. That's what actually makes this season so unique. This season's unique because... Utah's going to be playing with the same guys. Suns are going to be playing with the same guys. Golden State's a very unique team that's kind of figuring some stuff out. You got a lot of teams that come back where they roll the ball out with the same with the same squad. Lakers have 11 new players, but they also look like a team right now that's, hey, you know what? Everything's okay. Just kind of walking through the regular season. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I want to just pile on one thing that he said at the end about, how, you know, you play for the Lakers. You play for the Lake. I think that's kind of what James Worthy was getting at in his cut where he said, he goes, look, you can't be a Laker and play like that. This wasn't, look, they're bad losses. Really good teams have bad losses. And hopefully a month from now, two months from now, we're looking at this like that. But That's there, why I was okay with that loss. There, there, there was, really a, was there was an effort thing going on, a commitment, a comfortable, a, a comfortable factor that made you go, "What guys, stop this! This isn't where they're making a bunch of shots. You didn't have to do anything other than get a stop or two, get a bucket or two to end this thing." 
and they weren't able to do it. And I don't know if what he was saying doesn't have a lot of truth to it. It just it just seems like some really weird stuff going on at the beginning of a season. All right, ton of Taylor. That's the Taylor edition of Bunch of Funch. I like ton of Taylor. That's a good name. It's coming up next. Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Going to need a new open for that. I don't, I, I don't, I don't love that. Good Thursday night football game tonight. The Packers, can you catch a football? I'm arguably, arguably have the best hands Be- in the studio. Because they may need you. You may need to fly to Phoenix. <laughs> they're they're, they're running low. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, we we'll talk pickles, a little by the way. We NFL football picks coming up 12-15. Why don't these come up? What We've talked mean? about this nine different times. I don't know. Why are you hunched over like you're 85 years old? That's a better question. Do a little ton of Taylor. What do you got, Taylor? Hey, I'll take a Dirk Diggler comparison. Stop. Don't make it worse. Keep going. I live in Torrance, by the way. Okay, Eddie so- Adams from Torrance? Wow. <laughs> so with all the talk about the high school versions of ourselves yesterday, I found myself looking at that old picture and kind of thinking about how naive I really was. Mm. So uh, what's one piece of advice that you would give to an 18-year-old Travis or Slee? Um, so I- – <laughs> I think one of the things that I was really bad at as a younger man, and still am not great at, and something that my oldest son is fantastic at, I want to give him okay. a, a little a little credit, he's willing to try anything, just to try it, just to see if he likes it, just to go out there mm. and see if, you know what, I mean, I like this. I'm going to use him as an example. Okay. He was a, a cross country and a track kid and a soccer kid in high school, played yep. sports and all that stuff, kind of traditional path and all that stuff, and he just went and tried out for the improv team his senior year in high school. Mm. Never did a draw, nothing. Never showed any interest in anything like that. Just went and did it because, you know, that might be kind of fun. And he he was on the improv team and was on stage doing improvisation. I couldn't have been – 18-year-old Travis Rogers would no more have tried something out of the box like that than walk on the moon. So the advice I would give myself as a younger person was try some things that you either don't think you have any interest in or scare you or something that you think is corny or lame or whatever. Go try some of those things. Get out of that comfort zone. Yes. That's good. That's very good. By the way, you can still give that same advice to yourself today. Uh, Well, yeah, I got a lane now. Watch Game of Thrones. (laughs) See, now you're pushing your luck, Emily. Not not a chance. (laughs) I would say um, start a business. Let me kind of explain what I mean by that. It doesn't even matter what the business is, but there's something about just knowing the fundamentals of starting your own business. And if you do that at a young age, and I think the people who do do that become so much less dependent on somebody else, right? Like just use as an example – how long have you been? I've been at ESPN for 12 years. Okay. Right? 12 years. 
there's something about whether, it, especially using somebody, somebody just starts a podcast at 18 and says, I don't care who's listening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to see if I could turn this into a business. Somebody has a passion for something else and they're selling something through Amazon. I'm just going to see how this thing works. That's the one thing I'll say. If you can figure out, because business at the end of the day, the fundamentals are the same. But do you just try it, figure it out, kind of have the foundation of it and go from there? That's probably something I would say. Good advice, guys. So I'm the kind of person that will sit through a bad movie in a theater if I paid for a ticket. I've never walked out. So is there a movie that made you regret the price of admission almost immediately? Yes. Have you ever walked out? Uh, I have not walked out, and I couldn't walk out in the example that I'm about to give you. I'm going to go back to my kids yet again. I think of some bad movies here. So some kids' movies, Pixar movies in particular, are wonderful for adults. They they hold your attention. They're funny. They work on multiple levels. There are, however, a lot of kids' movies that are just dreadful. Looking at you, Space Chimps. Okay? I took my children to see Space Chimps at one point, and about four minutes into the movie, I'm like, this is a joke, right? Like, this is, this is a setup to the real movie. This is all the stuff that didn't make the movie. This is what they're kind of saying, okay, this is what you got to avoid. It felt like the movie was 946 hours long. It was probably like 58 minutes. It was the single worst thing I've ever seen in a theater in my life. And had my children not thought it was the second coming of Gone with the Wind, I would have been out of there. I'm trying to think here of I'm trying to think of movies that like like as an example, Godfather Three. Eh, that's an awful movie. It's a bad movie. Right. It's not a good movie. And I'm trying to think if there was a setup that you had that you thought, oh my gosh, this is gonna be great. You didn't like Anchorman Two. I, I liked didn't. Anchorman Two. Yeah. But Dumb it and wasn't Dumber, Space Chimps Dumb and bad. Dumber, when they did that again. Not great. Just not awful. Space Chimps bad. Not just awful. The SpongeBob movie bad. Yeah, I'm trying to think here if there's another one that kind of falls on the list. SpongeBob movie is great, by the oh, way. Oh, Emily, please take that back. That, that no. SpongeBob is a great show, the, the great show, movie. The show is fine. The movie is a catastrophe. A Maybe catastrophe. I was a child when I saw it. Perhaps. That's probably what it was. <laughs> I don't know if I have a specific one. I can't think. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie theater. I don't like think if I I'm either. already invested in, I'm in. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean I'm not going to take out my phone and just <laughs> do Start something tweeting. else. <laughs> I think if Funches was here, he'd probably see The Godfather because clearly it was such <laughs> he a freaking right. Funches. It didn't hit him right. We were trying to sell Funches. Literally, this is the timeshare conversation. We were trying to sell him a timeshare, and all he we just, were trying to tell him to do the free is watch one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> what else you got there, Taylor? Okay, last question here. This one's a classic one. If you could share a lunch with any famous person, past or present, alive or dead, who would it be? Famous. Alive or dead. That's where. That's what screws this thing up. Okay, I, I'm going to go just off someone more current. I find Elon Musk so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Everything about him. You know how we sit there and we have like secret service for the president and everything else? Like, no, no, no. Don't use those... Save all those resources. You got to freaking protect Musk because this guy is literally changing the way the world is built today. So I think that'd be a fascinating one to say. Can you find a sports figure? Yes. I I think Bob Marley was an incredibly fascinating individual. Muhammad Ali, it doesn't get more interesting than that. I think there are musicians. I think there are artists. I think there are athletes. But Elon Musk, I think, I think would be mine. That's a good one. Taylor, can I ask a like a follow up question to the the setup? Ask away. And Eldon Campbell. Are, <laughs> are they going to tell me the truth if we're having lunch, or are they going to just be standoffish and like, I'm, we're going to be drinking? Am I, am I going to get the real is what I'm asking? 
Yeah. That's all yeah. that's the whole point here. Yeah. Why are you already approaching this lunch negatively? I'm not, because if I'm gonna get the Tiger Woods that's you know, I hit an eight iron into number sixteen and it checked back and I made a three footer for Birdie, I have no interest in that. You know what you are right now? Your your funch is coming into the Godfather. No, 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 no. But if Tiger's gonna tell me what's up, yeah, it's an awful I'm real interested. Okay. If 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 Tiger's gonna tell me what's going on in his life Tiger I, or Jordan? Tiger. Tiger Jordan's good. Don't get me wrong. Tiger's had some stuff go Tiger wrong. Tiger or in Tyson? His life. Tiger. Tiger has had a lot of stuff. Can I highs, find somebody lows, else? Everywhere in between. Tiger there, or John Daly? Uh, John John Daly's story. I feel like I'm familiar with. Yeah, because he's told me. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think there's probably some Dalvin. details that would be interesting. But the general arc of <laughs> yeah. his story, I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with Tiger. I would love to have Tiger mm-hmm. tell me what's really going on in his head, what really happened in this situation or that situation. That would be that's an easy one for me. Tiger or Clay Helton? <laughs> Clay Helton can do my taxes. Recommend a plumber. <laughs> hey Clay, do you have a guy that you know my my uh, my lawn is looking a little brown in patches? Do you have a guy that might be able to green up that lawn? Clay Helton, hundred percent is. <laughs> hey, I got to introduce you to my insurance guy. This guy is awesome. I saved so much. His name is Clay Helton. Clay.helton at gmail.com. Who does your taxes? Oh, no, no. Don't have him. You got to go to Bill. Bill, I've been doing, Bill's been doing mine for 25 years. You get a refund every year. You got to go to Bill. Let me, let me hook you up there. Yeah, uh, I, I, Tiger, Tiger's right near the top of that list. All right. Laker fans are still pretty worked up about what happened last night, and rightfully so. You're, by the way, you're going Tiger. I went Elon Musk like we're saving the world. You're like, no, nah, I just want some juicy stuff we're, that goes on behind the scenes. I got news for you. It's a wrap, buddy. He ain't saving anything. <laughs> by the way, don't text me things 3, 4 p.m. in the middle of the afternoon where there is no Laker game, and I feel like I can kind of decompress for a second. You're like, hey, Al. Not going good around the world. You see what's happening in this climate change? I'm I, like, Trav, what do I do with I, this? I do like sending you my climate change articles. That is something that I do enjoy sending you a great time. I don't want to be the only one that can't sleep at night. It bothers me that I'm laying like, well, this, is, this doesn't sound good. I want someone else to share my anxiety. More Lakers, more Russell Westbrook and him getting tossed at the end of the game last night. We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.